This podcast is part of the Acast Creator Network. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hello and welcome to The Stand with Eamon Dunphy. Now, last Sunday week, a bomb exploded in a St. Petersburg cafe and the damage has still not been contained. The blasts killed an outspoken nationalist commentator, but it also shed some light on a shadowy world of Russians' turbo patriots and their growing strength and hostility towards the Kremlin. We all assume, of course, in the West, that Putin is in charge of everything, that he is uh, untouchable, that this is, in fact, Putin's war, as it has been described in the West. But the victim of this explosion was a man called Vladlen Tartaski. He was a Ukrainian. He's from the Donbass region. He escaped a prison cell in the chaos of 2014 when Russia first moved into the Donbass. He was serving a sentence in prison for bank robbery, but he is now a mill blogger. He was a blogger and he was also a turbo nationalist. The woman who carried a bust into the cafe in which the bomb was is a woman called Darya Trepova, and she claims that she was set up, but it has raised all kinds of questions about the way Putin is conducting the war and to discuss this world around Putin and the state of play in Russia. We're joined now by Dmitry Olovsky, who's chief editor for the YouTube channel Kordakovsky.live. Before the war, Dmitry was deputy editor-in-chief for TV Rain in Moscow, but TV Rain was closed down like a lot of other, all other independent media outlets and he left, went to Lithuania, and he joins us now to talk about this. Dmitry, in the West, we really think of Putin as completely in control of Russia and also in control of how the war is being fought. It's called Putin's War. This explosion and murder of Tartaski is fascinating because it does beg a lot of questions about critics of Putin who think maybe he has made a mess of the military operation and he he should be even more bloody than he has been so far. Um, Yeah, hi, thank you very much for having me. So uh, basically I wanted uh, to stress that uh, Vladimir Tatarsky, he wasn't in opposition to Putin himself. Uh, Yes, he was sometimes critical too some Putin's uh, generals and uh, 
military managers, um, but mainly he was supporting uh, Putin, supporting army, and um, he was a part of a, uh, a detail of a, a huge propaganda machine. He was uh, pretty popular on Telegram and on uh, YouTube amongst uh, those who support the war. Uh, but um, this murder actually reminds very much another murder that uh, we have witnessed last summer when Daria Dugina uh, was killed in a blast in a car when she was heading back to Moscow from some uh, countryside party. Uh, she's a daughter and she's a journalist and the daughter of a Russian uh, ideologist of war, uh, Mr. Dugin. And um, both of these two people, they, were, uh, they died uh, because of the bomb blast. And uh, I, th uh, I, I suppose that uh, this is actually a war that is going on right now. But it happens not only in Ukraine, not only in the battlefields, but also in uh, big Russian cities, in cafes, in yes. restaurants. And there is a pretty remarkable detail that uh, the uh, cafe uh, where the where Tatarsky was uh, killed, it uh, belongs actually to Prigozhin, uh, who is the head of private military company Wagner. Yes. So this is quite peculiar, I guess. And it, does it tell us that this war that Putin is waging is not going as well as it should be going? A lot of uh, military leaders, generals have been disappeared and that the, the unity that we assume exists in Russia under Putin's law is not quite what we think. Uh, well, definitely the war is not going uh, according to Putin's plan. Let me remind you that First of all, they were saying that we will conquer Kiev in three days. Yes. Uh, so now we see that uh, they cannot uh, conquer any large uh, city uh, of uh, Ukraine. They are still trying to conquer Bakhmut, uh, which is uh, uh, destroyed now, but uh, Ukrainians are still fighting there. And uh, Russian military and uh, um, uh, private military company Wagner are uh, holding their very, very, uh, having their very bad times now. Uh, but the fact uh, that uh, some random girl actually uh, could bring a bomb uh, to the center of St. Petersburg and uh, the blast was actually um, very well planned because, yes, uh, there are dozens of people injured, but there is only one man who died. Yes. And this is the man actually who is Vladlen uh, Tatarsky a notorious uh, pro, pro-Putin and pro-war um, turbo patriot and Z-blogger. But there are also some people that are even more bloodthirsty than Vladlen Tatarsky or, or than Putin, and uh, they keep on criticizing the um, regime, president, and everything what's going on now in uh, Ukraine. But um, they say that we need to use nuclear weapons, yes. we need uh, more guns, we need more bombs, we need to kill more Ukrainians because they are not human beings. This nation cannot exist. We have to destroy all of them. And uh, Putin is a coward. And he behaves himself uh, like, a, like a child, like a boy, like a baby. Yes. Uh, so we should get uh, uh, more blood and more death. Can I ask you what Putin's response to these people is 
and whether he really should fear them. I note that some of them are former FSB officers. The FSB, of course, is what used to be the KGB, correct? Yeah. And they are well-placed to make big trouble for Putin. Uh, well, actually, Putin is uh, still trying to do uh, what he can do the best. Actually, he, he, he's doing nothing. He's not uh, responding them, and uh, he pretends that uh, they do not exist. I think that um, Zed Patriots or Turbo Patriots, uh, they are a real threat to the regime. And uh, these are the guys uh, that <clears throat> will take Putin off one day. It won't be any like uh, liberal or pro-Western yes. uh, opposition leaders. Uh, it definitely will be that people who uh, first uh, tried the taste of uh, blood uh, in 2014 year when the yes. invasion actually started. And um, uh, uh, they are un very unhappy that uh, they were not drafted to the new episode of war that started uh, last February. Um, but they still know how to use guns. Uh, they still remember uh, the taste of flesh. Yes. And um, they still want to be um, participants at, at this war, at this military conflict. Yes, they've spent some time after the, after the first episode of war, after 2014, in Donbass, they traveled to Syria. Uh, probably some of them were fighting against um, other uh, private military companies in Central Africa, uh, where uh, there are lots of people who served in Wagner, in PMC Wagner. Yes. Uh, but um, they actually know how to kill people, and they uh, want to keep on doing that. Now, there was a man who was very famous in the Syrian and I think the Chechen wars or military operations, if you want to call them that, he was known as General Armageddon. Surovikin is his name. Is he out of the picture now? Because he was, about five or six months ago, he was put in charge of the operation in Ukraine. He was responsible for the artillery that destroyed cities, and he, as we understand it, was taken out of commission and replaced by a new defense minister, Sergei Shoigu. Mm -hmm. uh, well, actually, um, General Armageddon um, is a pretty interesting figure for, for us as journalists or media. Yes. Uh, but um, I think we should forget about him because we do not... Uh, see him uh, we do not uh, know anything about his decisions uh he's still serving uh, as some sort of like um, um vice manager vice uh, head of um, uh, uh, russian army in ukraine but it doesn't mean a thing actually uh and um, as far as i know as far as i can estimate uh even uh, minister shoigu is not playing a big role these days in uh, ukraine Everything depends on Putin himself. Right. And um, you mentioned that uh, Suravikin was in uh, charge of um, uh, bombing and shooting peaceful Ukrainian towns and cities. But actually, we do not uh, see it anymore. And I think this is because of uh, Russia, who is running out of uh, missiles, out of bombs. And uh, uh, now, these days, we are uh, waiting for 
uh, Ukrainians uh, to start uh, their actions, to start their yes. counterattack on on uh, Russia. So that should happen in the nearest weeks. Now, who is Igor Gherkin? He's a former FSB officer, and he has been very critical of the Putin regime. Yeah, he's a, actually uh, a man who is... Uh, uh, in charge, who was in charge of uh, many successful military operations uh, who, who, that, that were held by uh, Russians in 2014. Uh, he was in Crimea. Yes. Then he was in uh, Donbass region. And as far as I remember, he was uh, uh, one of the commanders who were um, uh, who won the battle for Slavyansk. Uh, but after that, uh, they uh, Russians had to leave that city and uh, that was uh, pretty um, that was a um, very harsh and very big loss for for them uh so he's a, yes definitely he's a former uh, kgb or fsb officer uh and uh, he also is pretty um anti-semit and uh, yes. nationalist and uh, he still criticizes very much um everybody like Putin, Shoigu, uh, generals, ministers, and he's in the very strong opposition to um, to Putin and to regime. And the biggest question for me is that why he's uh, still alive and yes. um, he's critical to Prigozhin, to everybody, I mean. he's. Uh, I think he still lives in Moscow. He's doing his YouTube streams, he's giving press conferences, and I think he might be pretty... Mm, pretty famous amongst those who are uh, who support the war but uh, who think that uh, Russians should uh, attack more and uh, kill more he's he's one of their leaders what is the next move you you mentioned a moment ago dimitri th that the next move may come from ukraine it will be a counteroffensive they have now more missiles they have more, more tanks. The Polish government said they will give them aircraft. Is the next move Ukraine's move? Yes, yes, definitely it is uh, Ukraine's move. Um, we've been uh, following the news about uh, their uh, counteroffensive operation since the end of uh, winter. Um, all the uh, all the important battles are now going on around the city of Bakhmut. Why has Bakhmut been, is it a symbol almost of virility? Does it have any intrinsic value or strategic uh, value? Yeah, it's it's quite important uh, because uh, it's the crossroads of um, uh, many um, routes, many logistic routes, yes. uh, both for Ukraine and, uh, and for Russians. And uh, getting that city uh, will mean a lot for Russians. Unfortunately, it looks like they will sooner or later um, get the control of the Bakhmut. Uh, but I suppose that uh, Ukraine is preparing uh, something more serious, something much bigger than, uh, than uh, the operation of Russians in Bakhmut. Where do you believe, Dmitry, Zelensky's ambitions end? He has said many times that he they want everything back. Donbass, Crimea, 
they will only be satisfied with everything. Now, that's not realistic, it seems, uh, from, from the war room I'm sitting in. And I don't think the West would support that. They'd want a compromise. Where is that going to lead? Uh, is there any way, let me put, put the question another way. Some in the West say that Zelensky should now negotiate with Putin. But Zelensky and many people believe there's no point in negotiating with Putin. How can you negotiate with somebody who has committed so many war crimes and so much damage, infrastructure, destruction? How can you negotiate? What would you have to talk about with a guy like that? Is that the real situation? Oh, that sounds uh, fair enough for me. Uh, because uh, you cannot uh, negotiate with the terrorist. Yeah. Um, it will uh, bring uh, him more power and more strength. Yes. And any compromise with Russian military regime uh, now um, will mean a victory for Putin. Yes. Uh, because every um, square meter of uh, Ukrainian soil, which is under Russian control, is definitely a huge victory for everybody in Russia, in, in Kremlin. And uh, that means that um, they can do whatever they want to. Um, okay, they can conquer, I don't know, like some part of Ukraine. Uh, that means that why they cannot invade Moldova, for yes. instance, or um, Georgia, or, um, I don't know, Latvia. Yes. Uh, it's, uh, I mean, West and Ukraine are dealing the days with a typical thug. Yes. And uh, the, the thug understands only language of uh, power and strength. So there cannot be any compromises. Now, the, the people in Russia who are looking at this, are they happy to let Putin do his thing? Is there any dissent among ordinary people? I got the question. Yeah, I think that unfortunately Russians these days uh, do not have an opportunity to estimate what's going on. Yes. Uh, they are rolling down the hill with a huge speed and uh, they cannot even look around to understand where they are at the moment because um, the scenery changes so fast, so, so rapidly. And um, it's very... Um, it's very painful and almost impossible for them to assess the reality now. Because if they start to, um, to ask themselves questions, to find out, try, try to find out where, why, why we are here, what happened, what yes. happened to, to all of us? Um, it's very painful. And I think, um, they, they just don't have a resource for that right now. And the, the dead, I mean, the estimates of the Russian dead they vary but it's up in the hundred thousand maybe more particularly with the wagner group who just throw conscripted bodies or prisoners uh, that they let out of prison at the enemy we heard in afghanistan the mothers uh, we heard we read about the mothers of the Russian soldiers who died in Afghanistan and how they were very vocal and it led to the destruction of the Soviet Union. 
Is is there any vibe of that nature around now? No, unfortunately, not at all. Because unfortunately, um, Russian women and everybody in Russia, Russian mothers, wives, yes. sisters, mm, they believe that um, mm, that uh, their sons and their men they are fighting uh, Nazis in Nazis, Ukraine. Yes, and that uh, it's something similar to World War Two. Yes, and that um, we have attacked them. Uh, before they attack us. Yes, I so understand that's that. what they unfortunately do believe, and uh, they still think that their uh, that their boys are dying for some um, sacred uh, uh, aims for some mission, but uh, it doesn't exist actually. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Now... At some stage in a conversation we had a couple of months ago, Dimitri, we talked about the possibility, say, that Navalny, who would represent Western values and a liberal society, a different society, uh, might be one day the president of Russia and that Russia would take a different road. Now it seems that that is impossible and if Putin were to fall, it would be a super patriot or a turbo patriot that would, and, and the people that we've been talking about, they would be the, the new leaders of Russia. So it would be for the West. These are more dangerous, aren't they, in terms of wanting, for example, to use nuclear weapons? Um, I wanted to mention three things in response to that. Uh, first of all, uh, I prefer not to use the term of uh, 
turbo patriots or okay. Z patriots because they are not patriots at all. Yes. And uh, that means that uh, we're treating them as heroes or yes. like that people who love their motherland. But um, it, it cannot be like that. People who love their motherland, they don't want um, it, it's, uh, its sons to, to die in Ukraine now. Yes. Um, secondly, uh, we've started our conversation with the uh, case of uh, Vladimir Tatarsky, who was murdered Yes. St. Peter. But um, it's... Um, very uh, sad and uh, uh, very disturbing uh, that Russian propaganda and some Russian politicians are blaming now Navalny and uh, his uh, um, colleagues and his friends and comrades for organizing that uh, blast. Uh, yes. He's still in the prison and his allies are uh, mainly in Europe. Yes. But, um, uh, in Russia, there are still people who think that uh, one is behind that that episode. So that will bring actually a new um, stage of war against him. Maybe a new case against him, even if he is now in prison. Yes, and uh, maybe a new threat to his allies and uh, to his friends and colleagues. Um, and secondly, I'm almost sure that um, the period of uh, uh, that um, um, Z crazy people of that uh, turbo murderers. Yes, uh, it couldn't and it wouldn't last long uh, because uh, that people do not know how to run country, how yes. to do things, and um, how to manage uh, Russian nation. Uh, it will be very tough period. It will be very blood period, but it will end soon. Let me ask you about. Uh, when you talk with your friends and you reflect on where Russia is today, and in particular, when you consider in a few years' time, you're in your 30s, you're a young man, a Russia post-Putin, after he's gone, what do you see? Um, actually, I uh, recently I've understood, I've realized, uh, that I started to think about it and to discuss it uh, less and less, you know? Right, because, yes. Um, it seems hopeless. Knows, nobody knows when, when it will happen. And uh, when you recall these thoughts in your memory, in your mind, yes. um, it, um, it's, it, 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 it definitely brings you uh, to the question when it will happen. And uh, nobody knows when. Uh, so I guess now me and my friends and uh, um, those who are far away from, from Russia these days, yes. uh, they try to live uh, the current moment, uh, Carpe Diem, and uh, yes. try not to think about uh, yep. future because uh, we don't know. It might never happen or it might happen in two years. So it would be, I think it would be better for us, uh, like a pleasant surprise than something that we've been thinking of too much, you know. Let me ask you a final uh, question, Dimitri, about the world and the West and what the fight is really. When you consider that Xi Jinping was in Moscow for three days, he seemed to be supporting Putin, not wholeheartedly, but offering support. The West has to make sure Putin loses this conflict, doesn't it? Because if it if the West 
loses if the West, if America, for example, elects Donald Trump next year or somebody like him, they may not want anything to do with Ukraine. They have said this. I'm sure you're aware of the election in 2024 for a new president and the Republican side, many of them would pull out of Ukraine. They would stop the support for Zelensky and they would leave the Russians to do what they wanted. I mean, that's the nightmare scenario for the West, isn't it? Because America may not be there to marshal NATO, to defend Europe, or indeed to create a world that you'd want to live in. Um, that sounds uh, very scary, actually, and very disturbing. And uh, I'm sure you know about the, those debates in, in America. Yes, definitely, definitely. Yeah. Uh, I assume that uh, West should realize that uh, it's not uh, the war uh, Ukraine against Russia, no, no. Uh, against Putin's regime. It's the world. It's it's the war between uh, Western world, yes, civilized world, uh, democracy, yes, uh, against um, Russian communism, against yes. the Russian uh, totalitarian regime, yeah, authoritarianism. Uh, yes, it's it's not authoritarianism. It's already totalitarian regime. Yes, it's even worse, because uh, in authoritarian regime, um, the mm, the uh, the power and uh, the uh, institutes they do not um, take you uh, to marches to I don't know some actions. Uh, they like can leave you alone, and they still keep on oppressing your freedom, of course. Et But now uh, every every Russian has to participate in what regime does. And so this is really scary. And I think that West should believe and understand that they are fighting uh, Russia now, uh, even if they are, if, even if their soldiers are not in Ukraine now. Uh, but they still should keep on helping uh, yes. Ukraine, providing it with money, budget, specialists, and, uh, and uh, military technologies and weapons, missiles, and whatever. Uh, because um, if Ukraine fails, Everybody can be taxed. Yes, and that includes the former Soviet Union countries like Poland and, as you said, Moldova, and we don't know where we're going. We're grateful to you, Dmitry, for you. Uh, joining us today. Dmitry Olovsky is chief editor for the YouTube channel Live, and he has been extremely helpful in helping us to understand what's happening in Russia at the moment. Thank you, Dimitri. Thank you so much. Thank you very much. And thanks to all our listeners. That's all we have time for now. We'll talk to you soon. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. 
Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with Code Program for a four-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code Program.